I have this theory that I've been working on for quite some time, and it's that there's approximately eight types of feet and hands. <laughs> Welcome back. We're not for everyone. I'm Jess. That's Caroline. Uh, it's a podcast hosted by a hater and a lover. I almost forgot how we do the intro because you did it last week and we always have this like weird debate about like who wants to do it? Should you be the only one that ever does it? No. Why did we say that? Like, we, yeah, we just can't figure out this intro routine. I just wish we could start the episode at like three minutes every time. You know, I mean, I like to sometimes I like to not do an intro. Okay. I do that like on, with YouTube videos sometimes just be like, let's just get into the meat of it. Right. Um, but I don't know. And with audio, it's like we're in the dark here. Like, where are we? Can't find people need. We need we need to we need to direct people, but we are actually not the really the ones suited to best do that. <laughs> no, I don't think so. If you're here looking for direction, then you're in the wrong place. We will just be no. talking in circles probably <laughs> for years yeah. to come. <laughs> if you're looking to meander or like or, or for like a good malaise, I feel like you and I are both in the thick of a malaise today. It feels malaise. It feels Milady feels malaise. <laughs> it's malaise as fuck out here. Malaise would be like an interesting name. No. <laughs> Don't you think it sounds like a French name? Malaise. Um yeah. <laughs> Tell us what the definition is, because, like, I kind of know. It's one not. of those words where you ever start using a word where you're like, I actually don't know if I know what that means. Like, I'm pretty yeah. sure I do, and I had to look it up just to confirm. Okay, I think All I was close. Malaise. Spell, it's a noun. A general feeling of discomfort, illness, or uneasiness whose exact cause is difficult to identify. Quote, a general air of malaise. Okay, um, it comes from malady, or those two words are, are oh, sounds right from to me. the same root, probably. Mala, yeah, the root mala. We love mala. <laughs> so, do you still feel that malaise accurately describes you today? Because when it talked about sickness <laughs> no, and stuff, really, I was like, no. Really. <laughs> I think I'm more like, um, I feel more sedated. I feel more sedated. Yes, as and do you, I, as do I. I was going to say, you are sedated, too. Thank you for, <laughs> thank you for deciding. <laughs> I do like to tell people how they feel. If you want to get in a fight pretty fast, just tell someone how they feel. Um, I am a little sedated. Last night, I hung out with my friend Tony, who is like my sweet my sweet other half little male boy. <laughs> and wow. I don't know why I described him that way. <laughs> He's, he sounds like he sounds like the jester in your sex court. My sweet little <laughs> male boy. What? Talk about a malaise. Talk, my, about, yeah, a malaise. talk about a malaise. <laughs> he is my like one of my best guy friends. We have the same birthday, and so we call each other twin. And he's like five years younger than me, so he's like my sweet little. I feel like he's my twin little brother. Like I've probably referenced him. Before. I think you referenced him on the podcast before. Yeah, now yeah. I'm remembering. He's a sweetie oh. pie, and so we hung out. We haven't seen each other in a while, and we sat down at this like taco place uh, in my neighborhood, 
and I had gotten there early, so I had already ordered a margarita. And then he got there and was ordering the same thing. And our server was like, do you want a pitcher? And without skipping a beat, we just looked at each other. And then we were like, yeah. And then we proceeded to sit there for two and a half hours and catch up and have what we call emotional counseling, which is just like when he and I like talk through life's hardest challenges one on one together and uh, and had a picture of margaritas. And the annoying thing is that I didn't feel drunk at all during or after but today i am hungover i am sedated you got all the benefits of the hangover but didn't feel drunk at all during barely barely like the lightest buzz by the end oh that is rude i know and it's not like i needed to be drunk but it's like listen i said i'm ordering a pitcher of margaritas like there's a there's purpose behind this there's intentionality behind this. yeah yeah and uh you know the only the only purpose was that today my head's a little weird it is what it is, but we had a great time. I, I highly recommend having a, a male best friend type of figure who's like younger and wiser than you. It's very All helpful. All right. So there's the podcast topic for the day. A male mm. best friend. Platonic one friendship. Of, one of my favorite movies, When Harry Met Sally. Oh, got to rewatch same. it every fall time, every fall time season. Ooh, coming up. Coming up, girl. We're about to have like four whole days of fall, and then it's going to be winter. Yeah. But true. basically, the ongoing debate of that movie is like, can men and women be friends? Right. And with, unless with without one of them wanting to sleep with the other. Yeah. At any point, like <sighs> at maybe it point. comes and then passes. But yeah, yeah, it's an interesting question that I do think about because I have a couple of close guy friends in my life who. I don't think that our friendships are the same as my female friendships. Sure. And so that already begs a question of like, why isn't it the same? Is it because men and women can't really be friends? But Mm. to me, it's more like men and women are just different in a lot of ways. And so my friendships with women aren't going to look the same as my friendships with men. Um, But yeah, I, I, I don't know the answer to that, I guess. But I feel very good about the fact that I keep male friends and that like there's some of the people I feel like I can really confide in about uh I don't know I can confide in my female friends too I don't know what the difference is it's just like a perspective I get a perspective from them that like I'm sometimes missing and is sometimes fresh and unique compared to a lot of women in my life kind of like think the same and act the same as me yeah Um, absolutely it's that's yeah it's diverse thought to surround right. yourself with yeah diverse experience i don't really know if i have any male like just male friends right now also i think going to all girls school for so long and then i basically went to an all girls college because i went to <laughs> theater school where everyone was a lady or everyone was gay and i'm um, I haven't. I just haven't had a lot of male platonic male friends, but I do. Um, like I wouldn't be suspicious of someone who had male friends or platonic friends in either direction. I do feel like probably there's sexual tension somewhere on someone's end, mm. but that also like to me that doesn't mean that like you can't continue to keep them as a friend. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. I kind of, I actually kind of wish it was something that I had. It is just like a different energy, but um, yeah. 
That sounds nice. That sounds nice to have. It is nice. It is nice. A little Tony running around. A little Tony. Yeah. I think, I mean, I've had friendships with men that have not worked out because somebody's had more feelings than that for somebody else. So, like, I've also Mm -hmm. had that happen a couple of times. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't know. Like, maybe there's so many factors, right? It's like, are the individuals in relationships with other people? Like, that can kind of help. Right now, I am. Tony is actually in a relationship with – he has a girlfriend. So, like – I don't know. It's so interesting that I'm talking about Tony specifically. Um, this but is like, the Tony episode. The this full, is the Tony episode. The full Tony feature. Just let's call it the Tony episode. Um, I Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe that helps and changes the dynamic where it's like, okay, we're both in relationships and we can come together and talk about our relationships and get the perspective of like the other sex um, mm. yeah, and then go nice. back to our relationships and like implement it or – think about things differently. Like, that's something that I think we both really get from each other. Um, I don't know. He's also a bit younger than me. Like we took on the sister brother type of mentality very early, which maybe also we kind of like wanted it to be a platonic friendship, labeled it as such by being like, you're my twin. And then just yeah. it's not been weird. But that's hard to do. It doesn't happen every time. You'd be like, I think of you like a little sister. Like, just to be clear, I don't fuck any of my sisters. None of them. Um, I do feel like that probably on some level, subconscious or not, maybe maybe not in your situation, but I feel like sometimes when people do that, they're like, just so you know. (laughs) Yeah. You you don't stand a chance. Yeah, like friend zoning big time at the beginning. Um, There's this show that I just finished watching on Apple TV called Platonic with – Mm. Seth Rogen and Rose Byrne, who is a hilarious. I've seen her in many things, but in this show, I realized that she is such a good comedic actress. I was like, really funny. She hadn't really been on my radar in that way, but she was really funny. Um, Yeah, it's called Platonic, and Mm. it explores this very question. It's like a woman and a man who were have always just been friends. They've never hooked up. Um. But, like, potentially there have been those questions in their heads over the years of, like, well, I feel I have so much love for this person and they really get me and I have fun with them. So, like, maybe there's something, but nothing ever happened. They both got married and, like, their relationship changes changed over the course of time, I think, because of, like, getting with other people. We're no longer in college anymore, whatever. And then at, in in adulthood, they come back together and become – like start hanging out more again and anyway it's it's a really like subtle exploration of this question that sounds um nothing like specifically happens but lots of little moments build over the course of this like eight episode season or something and I really liked watching it so if I don't know. I, I think it's an interesting topic and I don't necessarily have an answer. I think it's like sometimes you can and sometimes you can't. Yeah. Um, but there are intricacies in a male-female friendship that don't exist in a same-sex friendship, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then it makes me think too of like, I don't know. Never mind, actually. What? <laughs> what? Well, then when I just said that, I was like, there are also, you know, queer people who – are attracted to people of the same sex. So in that scenario, it's flipped. Like there's a different dynamic that 
maybe is sometimes awkward. Um, like two lesbian women just being friends, for example. I don't know. Are there weird dynamics there that need to be navigated? I It's not my experience, so I know nothing about it. But it's kind of funny. Like we talk about it as can men and women be friends? But it's also like can just two people who are attracted to the sex that each other are <laughs> be friends regardless of whether it's yeah same sex or not do you know what i'm saying i do i do know what you're saying i, f- yeah. I feel like i don't have anything to add because it's not my experience right. i could say what what the queers have uh reported to me but i don't <laughs> i don't feel i don't feel in a place to represent them yeah yeah we need some we need to get some queer friends on the show i i have a lot of them i need i need the queer representation sometimes yeah you know how many you know how many people want me to be gay Oh, everybody. They're DMing us all the time. They're literally yeah. like, <laughs> they're literally like, Caroline is just ready, ready. Is to that what they're saying? Know. Is that what they're saying in the DMs? Well, only like two people, but you know, those oh, are okay. the DMs that are the loudest because maybe I want that too <laughs> so that I can be free and we can both just be in love. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, who well, who yeah. are you referring to? I don't know. People just lots on YouTube? of people. People, people in YouTube, your actual life? People in my actual life. Yeah, lots of people. I don't know why. Uh, often think I'm gay and that's cool. Um, but um, everyone wants everyone in my family to be, be gay. Everyone wants my brother to be gay. Everyone wants my dad to be gay. Um, I don't think anyone wants Elizabeth to be gay. For some reason, that sounds scary. Does that <laughs> sound so scary funny. to me? Does that sound scary? Would she, like, take over the world somehow? <laughs> yeah, if she was just attracted to women, that's the one thing that's that's missing in order for her to just run the whole Total domination. Show. Total domination. <laughs> the joke in our family is that my um, Julia, my younger sister, is bi. And she's like, everyone thinks everyone in this family is gay except for me. <laughs> she's the actual gay one, and she she gets uh, shafted a lot. Yeah. But um, I feel like it's a compliment for people to want a lot of people in your family to be gay because it's kind of what it – I don't know. Maybe what it's saying is like – You feel like you're gay. You seem pretty gay. I don't know. Maybe it's a compliment from people who are of the same sex. Like, I take compliments I so. from I take women compliment. way more to heart, and I'm way more excited about them than compliments from men. You know what I mean? I don't know if I feel the same way, but I do take it as a compliment. I mean, yeah. I like to please. I like compliments from men too. But oh, please! Yeah, please. I do take it as a yeah. Please, please, please. Let's be clear. Please. I think I've made it. If I've made one thing, my platform on this entire. 39 episodes of our podcast it's that i want compliments i want compliments i don't care where they're coming from please compliment me what else are we doing here totally totally just help me pass another day feeling better than i would without the compliment totally but i do feel there's a special place in my heart for compliments from women because women i feel like are more critical and like note it more detail oriented notice a lot of little things mm, this truth. is obviously a generalization but i feel like when a woman compliments something about like the way i look or the way i carry myself or the way i speak i'm like she really noticed that and thought about it and got over her ego as a fellow woman to like tell me about it and that's that means she really felt strongly about it so i'm going to really hold on yeah. to that 
You know that's what I mean? That's nice. Totally. That's mm-hmm. super nice. And I'm trying to think, as you described it, I'm trying to compare it to times when guys have really considered and reflected and complimented me on how I carry myself or how I speak. And I'm like, I have zero instances. They don't fucking do that. So <laughs> that brings me back to... <laughs> I, it would mean more from a guy to me. Be, oh, aside from I see. like Aside like from like my boyfriend or something, like what dudes walking around being like, I just really respect the way you carry yourself. Like never in my life, <laughs> never in my life as I have I encountered this. Uh, okay. But I, I, I take your point. I take your point about what you mean about women, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Totally. So it, really it's just that the sample size is all The sample off. size is fucked. <laughs> yeah. But if it's a compliment, I'm into it. Yeah. Here's the question. I don't know why I presented it that way. I don't know why I whispered ASMR time. Yeah. What do you wish you were admired or appreciated for more often? Oh, that is a good question. (laughs) I don't know. I could get serious with it. I could get funny with it. Um... I feel like my ass deserves more credit. So I'll say that right off the bat. (laughs) And that's funny, but it's also not a joke. It's 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 something I feel strongly about. Like, are people seeing? I I lift, I I squat, I it's it's been really developing over the last couple of years. People seeing, do you have eyes or are you blind? Is my question. Right. Because I think the people who are seeing it which is basically my boyfriend and my best friend, Kai. They're giving me compliments about my butt all the time. <laughs> as soon as as soon as you said the people who are seeing it are my boyfriend, I'm immediately picturing like intimate situations. And then you're right. like, and also Kai. And I'm like, then just all of a sudden Kai is photoshopped into the background of the scene <laughs> where you are naked. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it is a fantasy that she and I have discussed. Yeah. <laughs> Kai and you, Kai and your boyfriend are getting the same experience of your ass. Yeah, I would say they're the two people that are, they're just the ones who are looking for it. You know what I mean? Like maybe for different reasons, but she's, she's my hype woman. Like she's looking, she's making sure she's noticing the right things and giving me the right compliments. Okay. Um, But if I'm not talking about my ass, (laughs) then Mm -hmm. what should I be appreciated more for? I don't know. I feel like. I do a lot of things in a given day and in a given week. And I feel like that should be seen more because a lot of the things I do are just, they happen in my apartment on my phone or on my laptop or whatever in this sick world that we live in where it's all just technology and we're all isolated. But I'm getting shit done, whether it's work related or side hustle related or supporting my friends, or like being hilarious in a text thread or on my Instagram story, or like, (laughs) I don't know. I feel like I'm doing, I'm doing some good shit all the time. And Mm. I'm the only one who's seeing it because I'm just in my apartment on my phone being like, this is really good right now. (laughs) (laughs) Being hilarious on a text thread. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. You're the only one who really knows all that you do. And everybody else only gets a slice of it. Yeah. I want someone to see the whole pizza pie. (laughs) I want someone to just watch me live my life in my apartment. (laughs) That's why I started vlogging. I was like, this is good. You guys should look at this. You guys should fucking this. Can I tell you? The other day, I watched your vlog, your most recent vlog as of the time of recording. Ooh. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> weird right now. <laughs> I left you a voice memo about it because I was so moved. I watched your vlog, which was your nighttime vlog, like white woman in the night or whatever you called it. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically what it was. Wait. That's such a funnier title. I might update it to that. That's so fucking funny. White woman in the night. People are going to click on it like, oh, fucking Karen. <laughs> like, what's she doing this time? I second-guessed myself on the title after after I posted it. It's actually called Small White Female at Night. Right. And, right, right, right. Um, and then after I posted it, like, sometimes, you know, sometimes when you're drafting up a text, like a, a scary text to send, and then once you send it and it turns blue, it you feel very differently about it than when you're just, like, drafting it. Yes. Yes, like yes, you yes. can see it differently. You have different sense about it once it's actually sent. And that's what happens when I publish videos sometimes. I'm like, I don't know what title. Then I publish the title and it's called Small White Female at Night. And I was, after it was up for 10 minutes, I was like, is someone going to be mad at me for acknowledging that I'm white? I don't know. Like, I don't know how they could possibly do it, but like somehow it felt unsafe to admit that I'm white or something. And you I know that you're it. white. You've looked at yourself. How dare I don't you? Know. Has anyone else noticed? I don't know. Maybe in they this noticed. space, in, in, in on the in, internet, please. In this economy, yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and I changed it for a moment, and I freaked out. I think some people even noticed me changing it. They're like, "Whoops, she second guessed herself." Oh, and that's then I so changed funny. it back. Then I changed it back. But I anyway, like the title. It was I am funny. Wait, if if new if nobody knew <laughs> if nobody knew, nobody I don't know. Knew. This is just a fight I had with myself in my head. But I'm coming out of the closet as being white. Oh, cool! Congrats! It's thank you. It's an unsafe world to do that in. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't come out as the same because my my racial identity white. is very confusing to me confusing. and everyone else. Um, no. which is a whole other topic. Yeah, but. Going back, I, let's to, get back to. I feel like there was a compliment coming my way. So the let's white woman at that. night. There was a compliment coming. Good, um, loved this. Loved this vlog. Really recommend it to everyone. If you haven't seen it yet, because you're like, I don't know what you're even doing. Go watch it. It's really good. And I just love a vlog. And I really liked the nighttime angle on it. Like Ooh. it was a different energy. It brought a different like coyness to. The whole experience and then at the end you concluded it with like this really thoughtful um like reflection on how you've been feeling lately and like the changes that you're going through as a person who's so used to being single and independent and now you're in a relationship and we've talked about some of that on the podcast and I felt like the way that you represented it in your vlog was really well put and well said Ooh. and what it made me feel was like you really um, encapsulated and made magical the experience of like just being in your home alone on a random evening and like allowing the stillness and allowing the reflection and allowing, I don't know, like I I was really afterwards, I was like, I need a night like that. Mm. I need to let myself be like still and with my own thoughts like, don't turn on a show. Don't turn on a podcast. Like, I need to do more of that. It really inspired me. So that's the compliment. That's the um, biggest compliment. That makes me so happy. Thank you. And then <laughs> what it inspired me to do, and I think this is why whatever we were talking about before just made me think of this, was I sat down and recorded myself as though I was going to post it on YouTube for like five minutes. Aww. And I was immediately like, 
no, 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 no. <laughs> but I was like, that vlog literally inspired me to like create video content. Wow. Like it just made me like, whoa, do I want to do that? Because that was really the way it made me feel. I would love to make people feel. Do you know what I mean? That's like the best compliment. I feel very happy to hear that. That's very yeah. nice. Um, I, that's, uh, I, I know what that feeling is, but it's so like, I felt that about, you know, certain things that inspire you. Um, but it's so funny to think about something you made. Like I, I feel that with some of my videos, I'm like, this one's killing it. But that one, that was the one I li- I mentioned in our last podcast. My manager asked, she was like, is this ready oh, to yeah. send to the sponsor for review? And I was like, it's not, I haven't, I don't even know what I'm filming yet. It's not filmed or edited. And I had to film it that night. And so, and I was like, I, I never film at night because usually YouTube, you want nice vibey daylight, whatever. So I never film at night, but I had this evening to film and I was like, I'm just going to hang out for the evening. So in a way it felt really like slapdash thrown together um i am really happy with it how it came out but even happier that it felt fucking inspiring i'm i'll kill you that's i mean yeah that's how i feel after i watched it i was like i'll kill you i literally left you a voice memo that was like i you fucking bitch yeah it was mostly wait let me play this voice memo let me play this can i play this (laughs) it was the most erratic yeah you should hold on i'm gonna pull it up this is so fucking funny it was i think it was mostly you just calling me a bitch yeah (laughs) a hundred percent it was on wednesday i think hold on yeah i think i got it how fucking dare you with this safe person monologue at the end of your vlog? How fucking dare you say that to me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So then I was like, okay, let me see what it feels like to record myself. Yeah. Okay. What did you choose I had to do? no plan. Okay. <laughs> I had no plan. I was feeling um, emotional. I had a bit of an emotional week. And I'm on the up and up now. Uh, but yeah, I had some down days this week and so I think what happened was like after watching your vlog, it made me feel this thing of like, I need to become more comfortable being alone. I need to like let myself go there in my brain and have these emotional thoughts, even if it is painful because like I'll realize things, whatever. And I was like, maybe to make myself feel more comfortable being alone right now in this emotional state, I can film myself because it'll feel like there's an audience or there's like someone there with me, but I'm alone and I can like talk through what I'm feeling and I don't even have to put it anywhere, but it'll just make it feel like I'm talking through what I'm feeling and I am alone, but I'm not alone. Um, I think that was the goal. So I just set it up and like talked a little bit And then I was like, I'm going to get some B-roll now. And I like just filmed myself like typing at my computer. And then I was like, that was bad. I think the angle was bad. (laughs) Like the whole thing was just very, I think it was more for me, almost like a a diary entry type of moment, Mm -hmm. um, which I've done before with voice memos and like audio recordings, but never with video. Yeah. Um, I guess the thought was like, if it ends up being good, like I could put it somewhere, but I, I doubt that I will do that. So, yeah, it was nothing. There was no grand idea behind it. It was just like a mechanism for me to feel safer to open up about what I was feeling in that moment. 
That's awesome. I don't think there needs to be a grand idea behind it. I think that's actually something that trips people up. That's like the perfectionist thing. People ask that all the time when they're like starting their YouTube channel. Like they're, they don't want to make anything until they've like thought through the whole brand, the whole identity, the whole mission statement. And it's like any YouTuber you watch has dramatically changed their content and their channel over time. You just start doing something. I think it doesn't apply just to YouTube, but to anything creative you're going to do. Like Mm -hmm. just start making something. You're going to, even if you think you've thought up a whole mission and a whole brand and a whole content schedule, like you're going to change it regardless. So that's awesome. That sounds fun. That reminds me of us starting this podcast and how much planning we put into it. And then just like we recorded that first episode that we never even used because we we just overplanned everything and I was thinking about it the other day because I was like oh I think maybe this morning or yesterday when we were talking about recording today and I was like I don't really have a whole lot to say from this week because it was just like yeah kind of a down week a malaise week and Tony Malaise Tony Malaise week and (laughs) (laughs) the funny thing is that his last name does start with M-A so it's not far off Ooh, um, what wait oh i want you to tell me what it is but that's it i'll no, tell you we can cut private it. information what is it it's oh that's Isn't okay that a that's good a name? crazier that's a crazier name actually yeah it is that's a, um, that's a fake name that's a cartoons name yeah well he is he's my little cartoon boy little cartoon um, boy he's little pinocchio um is he gonna hate you calling him a tiny little boy no pinocchio you're pinocchio honestly puppet. no maybe the <laughs> pinocchio part but <laughs> Do you want me to be, be mad about something? Be mad about something. I'm begging you. You're begging me? Okay. Yeah, make me feel. This, like, there's obviously, I was just at the gym like an hour ago. And there's a lot of ways to have bad etiquette at the gym. But there's, like, one or two that really infuriate me the most, which I just encountered. Went to the gym. Went over to the hack squat machine, which is kind of like, you're kind of almost like seated like you're in stirrups like you're about to like give birth but like really directed kind of up and out the baby would fly like up and out a little bit you're kind of back (laughs) like that and you're pushing a big metal plate oh yeah it's a squat type movement but it doesn't fucking matter and um love love that machine my my this this I was gonna say this tutor this butt (laughs) wait (laughs) relies on that machine yeah. Pooter is no, a tutor. word for a butt. Tutor. tutor. No, but also pooter okay. is what I'm saying. Okay. That's... I just learned I was just listening to a podcast where I learned that like an hour ago. So I just had to interject it. You're saying that like it's a clinical term. Like I think it's just like <laughs> it's not like more clinical than tutor. Like, I learned, I mean, I learned <laughs> from the science. Saying? Science. <laughs> yeah. It's a medical term for your butt. That's true. I guess I can't I don't disagree. Okay. The hack squat machine was low, was empty. No one was on it. And it was loaded up with about 600 pounds of weights. <gasps> that the person did not unload their weights. You know, you can move the stuff around. It's like the big, like, circle. I don't know what they're called. Spherical. Not spherical. Just circular. Yeah, plates. Plates. The person did not put their weights back, which is really annoying when it leaves the gym in a mess. And it's the definition of selfish. It's like, I got to do what I want for me and y'all get to like, I'm leaving my dishes all over the kitchen. You know, it's, yeah. it's, but except that it's worse than that because 
it's like I'm 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 eating my food and then I'm leaving my dishes. But if somebody else wants to eat, they have to like get to that exact same spot. So now you didn't want to take the time to move 600 pounds of weights. So now I have to do it. And it's going to take me about 15 minutes to do it. And yeah. of course, I pulled my back. Like I could fucking, if you're such a big fucking strong dude, move your fucking weights when you're done. I could kill them. I could, I pulled my back. It was the first thing I did when I got to the gym. Within no. 10 seconds of interacting at the gym, I pulled my back, trying to move some asshole's 600 pounds of weights he left on the machine. I was so, so upset. That's unbelievable. You that, stupid That would cuck. piss me off. I am pissed off right now. Just yeah. hearing stupid about that. fucks. No one ever puts, I almost, at my gym, I like it. It's a good gym. Kind of no complaints, except like nobody puts their weights away, which is that's mm. definitely gym etiquette. Yeah, it is. I just want to be like, OK, so you're you're OK. You've really proven to us. First of all, I'm about to curse. Get the kids out of the car. If the kids are listening, you kick the kids out of the car for a second. I know I'm not going to ask you to pause the podcast. I'm going to ask you to remove the children. You're just, we're buying you time right now yes. so that you can get them out of the car. <laughs> right now. Get them out of the car. Let them take a walk around the fucking block. You're going to be back for them. This stupid fucking cuck. Who wants everyone to know that he's the biggest fucking man at the gym. And yet the biggest fucking man isn't going to be the one fucking picking up the heaviest weights. I'll fucking kill you. You're going to make me do it? You stupid, selfish cuck. Yeah. Totally with you. Totally agree. So mad. It's also like if you're a person who's lifting kind of in the same line of thinking that you're on. If you're a person that's lifting that much weight, then presumably you've spent a lot of time in gyms yes! over the course of your life like you know that that's how it fucking works and you know that 600 pounds like you know that uh somebody a lot smaller than you or who doesn't lift the same amount as you could follow you on that machine right after like what are it's you so even thinking? pause for two seconds i think it's literally the max amount of the giant plates that you can get on the machine so already wow. it's kind of obnoxious to me maybe that's what a lot of men hack squat i don't <laughs> fucking know but yeah uh, i almost wanted to start putting up signs like print out official looking gym signs signed from <laughs> my gym yeah. On the machines, being like, please put your weights away. I'm pretty close to doing it. I you kind should. Of don't. Well, give you a should fuck just bring point. it up to somebody that works there, maybe, and be like, Ugh, "This is so this useless. happened to me the other day. This has happened more than once at my gym." And granted, it's a different kind of gym because it's like it's a smaller community-based gym, and it's um, small group training sessions as opposed to just like a free-for-all open gym. You go in and do what you want. Mm. But part of our Part of what they teach us and what they like ingrain in us and part of the time that's eaten up in our sessions is people loading their plates on their own and removing their plates on their own and like figuring out part of that too is like understanding how much weight you lift and understanding the safest way to deload the bar so that you can put the weights back without hurting yourself and cleaning up before the next people. Like all of this is etiquette and all of it is part of if you're trying to like flex bro that you can squat 600 pounds or whatever that is like you're not flexing that hard because I'm embarrassed by your lack of gym etiquette I can see how teeny tiny 
teeny tiny your little baby hot dog wiener is. Like you've just yeah. announced, you've just announced that it fills but a thimble. Like that is but all I thimble. know about <laughs> but a thimble. You are but a thimble, my brother. <laughs> so upset. Ugh. Yeah. yeah. Okay, do you want me to say something happy now? I can hit all the colors. Okay, of yeah, hitting rainbow. all the notes. All the notes. She's a Just professional. Tell the people what I'm wearing right now. Okay, Caroline is wearing a white sweatshirt with the NFE logo in the in the corner on the chest, and then on the back it has a really big NFE logo as well. Do people know what and NFE it's really is? Really cute. Do people know what NFE? Not for is? everyone. NFE. Not for everyone. Um. It's the same logo that if you follow us on Instagram, it's our little like circular profile picture on Instagram. And it's so cute and I'm so jealous and I want to be in it. You want to be in it with me? Yeah. 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 yeah, My beloved sister Julia gave me the one of the best birthday gifts. Um, She sneakily sneaked and made me a um, sweatshirt with an NFE sweatshirt with the logo. And I was so it's also really soft. It's like sometimes you get sweatshirts you know, customized or printed and they're like really cheap or whatever, but it's a really nice one. And it fit really good and is so sweet. And I was immediately like, oh my God, how am I even going to tell Jess about this? Jess (laughs) loves merch. Jess loves merch. And I have the merch. How am I going to tell Jess? And so my original plan, I was like, oh, I could, well, I'll text her about it. And then I was like, no, 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 I'll do one better. I'll just post it live on like the not for everyone Instagram story. And I was like, no, 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 no. I'm going to reveal it live during this recording. So that was the plan. But before that happened, I posted a selfie, like a random image on my, on the YouTube community tab where you can post like polls and questions for people. And I posted a question over the weekend for people to answer. And I put a selfie with it. And you could see like part, just part of the sweatshirt logo in it. And for a moment, I was like, oh, I should crop that out in case Jess sees. And then I was like, no, Jess will never see this. Like, who's even on the YouTube? I'd be on the community tab. I'd be, <laughs> I'd be, especially when it's you, like, I'll scroll through that tab. I've and never not really looked pay at anyone's attention. community tab. I don't even, I forget that it's even there. Well, when you just scroll, I think the way it's set up is like when you scroll on it puts your, it in there. who you're subscribed yeah. to or something, it blends the community posts with videos and other things and shorts it's like all in one scroll and so i don't usually stop on those things she spotted with her fucking eagle eye and the surprise was ruined but i'm wearing it now yes i i do feel jealous but i also feel happy for you and i also feel like i'm just gonna make one for myself now yeah and i also feel like more to come we're not doing merch anytime soon because that will be a little bit of a time-consuming task but i do want to do merch and people do ask us about merch people do be so, asking about uh, merch. Yeah. just know that it's like on the radar but first me and caroline both have to have our own sweatshirts and then we can share it with the masses okay yeah. there are two people who are the priority here and it's us <laughs> we are working on merch it's just for jess though just right <laughs> it's just a full sweatsuit with a hat and socks. That and would be once fun. Once I have all of that, oh, then we can socks. share it. Socks. That would be fun if you just announced like merch is here, and then it was just like a bunch of mirror selfies of like what you have to wear, and that was really the extent of it. It's so funny. People writing in like, "How do we get it?" Oh, you just look at this picture of me. Like it. I am wearing. Subscribe. It. Like subscribe. <laughs>
I'm sure that I knew this like long ago and it just is information that isn't really that important or relevant and you don't really like actively think of a lot. So I kind of forgot. Okay. But then I relearned just within the last like month, I would say, that the moon, that <laughs> that full moons, <laughs> just like, yeah, what? that full moons always happen at the end of the month. Okay, I never knew that. No, I regret okay. laughing now because I never knew that at the end of the month. Yes, the lunar cycle is aligned with months, more or less. It's honestly aligned with, it's like a 28-day cycle. It's like a woman's menstrual cycle. And so full moons always happen on like the 29th through 31st-ish, you know, sometime in that time frame of the month. And I started realizing over the last couple months. Is true? I looked it up and it is true. I, I was wow. sensing this just from noticing when full moons were happening. And then I looked it up and it's true. I will even go so far as to say that the word month Probably comes from the same root as the word moon because they both start with M O N sounds. I don't think that's correct. I do not think I that's accurate. That, but I'm I'm saying think, that that's my science. This is my science. I don't think that's science. how Latin works, but I do. That's true. That's just science. Okay, a full moon happens roughly every twenty nine point five days, but wouldn't eventually get off. Oh no, that's why we have like the rando days and shit. That's like how they created the calendar, I think. I guess I knew that, but I didn't know that the moon grew throughout the month. It grew. The moon <laughs> gets grows. bigger. The moon starts out skinny and then it gets bloated throughout the month. I forgot. Yeah, it does, much like me. um i'm about for speaking of full moons i'm about to get my period and periods be so random like oh yeah there's no fucking speaking of science there's no science there's no science to my period there's no science related to my period it's like one month i have like i'm gonna go ahead and say i have like double f titties this month which is not true they're like maybe okay but they're huge they're the hugest they're so big nobody even knows what to do with them (laughs) they hurt so bad and then some months it doesn't happen at all at my period my cramps are wild in wild and out sometimes my cramps and sometimes they don't be um sometimes the cramps come a week before my period sometimes they happen during the period the week before thing is confusing because i thought the cramping was it forcing blood out of me right but apparently it's not it's just like it's just like getting like it's just getting like emotionally prepared to squeeze right there's no science related to periods yeah i would agree i don't know when mine happen like they don't happen every month they don't happen on the same week what? Ever since I got an IUD, actually, Same. this is not true. I'm, I'm okay. an IUD. I'm an IUD. Here's a complaint about okay. my IUD. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about it. Okay. I First of all, IUD, love you, sweet baby, keep me without babies. <laughs> Everything I'm saying about you, don't you don't need to be offended. It's just like you come with pros and cons. If so, you're an IUD that's listening to this and you get offended, <laughs> you do not have to unsubscribe. We insult lots of people. We do. It's not just you. It's not about you. It's not about you. It's not about you. It's about me. And um, I really like my IUD out of all of the birth control methods that I have tried. But because I don't have to think about it and whatever. But it has really fucked with my period. And like for the first year that I had it, it didn't fuck with my period at all. I was still getting periods and I was still getting them 
generally on like a normal monthly cycle. And sure, was I unhappy that I wasn't one of the women who just lose their period when they get an IUD? Yes, I wish I could have been one of those. But I was also like, fine, it, it whatever. I'm just going to be somebody who still has it. And it was still arriving monthly. And that's fine. I could still track it, whatever. Then after like a year of having it, maybe even two years, um, all of a sudden my period is mysteriously like shows up like five times a year Hmm. and it'll be either for one day or for nine days and it'll be (laughs) it'll be like really light no science no it'll be really light or it'll be heavy it'll stop but then it'll start again like there's no method to the madness and I was talking to a couple couple friends of mine who are doctors. <laughs> one and day or nine really could It, it truly could nine. be either. And I never know. And I never know. So I just have to always have tampons with me. And then I was asking a friend of mine who's a doctor, like, what's the deal with this? Should I go get it checked out? Is it normal? Like, I feel like I'm going to get it checked out just to make sure that that's not an issue that I'm having. And she was like, well, sometimes that can be the effect of an IUD. And really, it's just spotting. And it won't even happen until like a year or two into the IUD. It's like, shouldn't the effects of the IUD only happen within the first couple months? And at this point, it's like, it's part of me. It's been part of me for years. Why are we now changing up? That's weird. So she normalized it, which I guess made me feel better. But it also means it's just like a weird mystery that I have to deal with. And You you know what blows ass about that? Tell me. I bet if you asked 10 different doctors, they would give yep. you 10 different answers. Even 10 different OBGYNs. Like, you would get 10 different answers. It feels like so much of it, they're like, well, sometimes, some things could happen sometimes. And there's right. occurrences of sometimes. It's like, I don't feel like, they're just making shit up. Yeah, fair It's like enough. anything like could happen. They're just basing it off of what, what they've seen or what yeah. they've researched or whatever. But there's so much more out there. Yeah, honestly, the safe bet is probably to just get it checked out either way. And obviously, we're not doctors. And if you're worried about something similar, do not do what I'm doing. Do whatever. Check you with your doctor. You're check with the people in your doctors? life. Oh, okay. I don't know. All of a sudden, I had a realization of like, we're talking about these things. And I don't want somebody to relate to what I'm describing and then be like, oh, Jess said it's fine, so it's fine, you know? Oh, God, yeah, don't listen to what we say. Don't. No. I mean, I, don't. yeah, we are doctors, but, like, that do- also doesn't mean anything. I just said 10 doctors could tell you 10 different things. Right. It's it's really a nightmare. It's I'm living in fear of it. I can't plan for it. I don't know if I'm going <sighs> to have it. Next weekend, I'm going to a friend's wedding, and... I would really like to know if I'm going to have my period because it would probably influence the dress I'm going to wear and like the yeah. things that I pack and things like that. Bright red. Mystery. Bright red yeah, dress. the only way. Yeah. The only way. <laughs> do you, if you don't get your period, do you feel like you're like stopped up with like a period in you that it's not coming out? <laughs> Sometimes I think that. Yeah, for sure. Like yeah. clumps, just a clump of <laughs> what would have been a baby but isn't a baby. That's what I it is. I meant like hormonally. I guess you're like a lot clumps. Oh. <laughs> no, I meant physically. You mean you feel hormonally I backed up? I got clumps. Um, no, that doesn't really happen to me. I pretty, it's pretty regular. Oh. Okay, I got okay. clumps. <laughs> That's so funny. I got clumps on clumps. I got clumps on clumps. <laughs> this is clumps, this is a stupid episode. <laughs> I want clumps on clumps to 
be like my stripper name. Clumps. Welcome, Clumps Welcome to the stage. Welcome to the stage, Clumps. <laughs> That's a show I'd love to see. Wow. Clumps that is Clumps. not a hygienic show. No. Clumps. Clumps is mounting the pole against against the doctor's orders. Um. <laughs> Clumps won't uh. let go. She won't slide down the pole. <laughs> My name's She'll Caroline, wait a few more days to do that. You can call me Clumps. Okay. I feel so stupid. There is something I saw on Instagram recently. You know how there's all these reels and YouTube shorts and whatever you watch TikToks that are about like styling for different body types. I love it. I actually like rely on it. There are so many creators who totally like have a body type that's more similar to mine than what I've seen represented in the past. And it's super helpful to see how different styles fit on them. And yeah, I, I'd be buying everything that's on their Amazon storefronts. Like it's <laughs> I'm cool with that. But this girl popped up on my Instagram who described her body type as a romantic body type. Okay. And I was like, okay, now we're just, now we're just making shit up. It is annoying to me, but I think that's a whole, um, it's a whole, I don't know what it's called. It's like some system for like, what the fuck? It's like part of a system. No, she didn't make that up. It's still fucking okay. stupid to me. Romantic <laughs> body type. Oh, kibby. I think it's called kibby. Do you know about kibbe, fucking that's kibbe? a Lebanese food. Kibbe, that Lebanese could food be true. Kibbe. <laughs> Kitty body. Okay, let me read you some of this. I, I don't know that much about it. I'm sure mm-hmm. it's not completely useless, but something about it is annoying to me. Okay, so kibbe body types. Freaking get, list the body types to me. I don't want to just look at pictures of Angelina Jolie. Body <laughs> types. List them out, ho. List. Okay, these are the kibbe body types. Dramatic. Soft dramatic, first of all. Obviously, I have a dramatic body type. Obviously, I have a soft dramatic body type. Soft dramatic. Um, Flamboyant natural. Soft natural. Dramatic classic. Soft classic. Flamboyant gamine. Soft gamine. Um, It's not showing me the rest of the list. But, like, I think romantic. I, I I think that's what romantic is a part of. Unless I, I don't I know. I've never heard of this, but it does track. It's all asinine. It's part of like, I think there's a big trend going on right now. I see it on YouTube sometimes of like the like color seasons. What's your color? What's yeah, your kibby body type? I don't really like it. It also was something that like, there's totally a value in, um, yeah, just naming what you're working with so that you can figure out how you best want to hype it up like same goes for designing a space like what is what is the bones of like what what kind of architecture is this you can learn what you want to pair with it i don't think it's good or bad i think it's just like admitting acknowledging facts um but i watched one of these kibby body type tutorial things and nothing about it was intuitive it's not like when you watch it you were like oh that makes sense oh this i was like in none of it it was like really hard to keep it Because those descriptors, like, aren't visual descriptors. They're adjectives. It was really hard to follow the logic of it. It did not feel helpful. I feel like, okay, this is my guess about it, but this is the first I'm hearing of this Kibbe system. But my guess is that maybe the intention is 
to separate like okay a different a typical way that bodies have been described is like pear shape apple shape it's based on shape and that I find helpful because it's a visual thing that you know what that means and you can compare it to your body type and be like, okay, yeah, I ha- I'm lower on bottom. I'm a pear shape or whatever. So I find that helpful, but maybe there's also some movement to like separate that visualization from describing body types because maybe they're, these people are operating under an assumption that like it's um, inherently negative to be pear shape because that's admitting that you're low right. on bot you're big and if on you're, bottom don't don't write into us about shitting on pear shapes i'm a fucking pear shape obviously. i'm a pear shape yeah obviously that's i'm a pear obviously i'm a fucking pear <laughs> actually i don't know if i am i but think yeah. it does i think it does take it further than that because you can be I, it's like angularness and shoulders and like other bullshit like tone i don't know yeah, okay. you know what maybe there's something to it maybe i shouldn't be shitting on it but just the whole something about it is annoying to me i think as it soon is. as you're making up kukulacha words it is kind of annoying kukulacha. to me you know what yeah. i mean you know? that's how <laughs> i felt about romantic i was like i'm down to look at how you style yourself right now, girly. But like, what am I taking from the romantic description? Like, how do I know? I was just looking at her and there was nothing really defining about her body type where I was like, oh, that's what romantic I is. I fucking agree. Okay, this is the definition. Romantic body type is defined by lush yin. The fuck is that? And is the overall combination of a soft physicality and magnetic essence. Okay, so now we're doing physical categories with that essence. that also account for your essence. The fuck, the example photo they have is Marilyn Monroe. A slight deviation from the following characteristics is always possible and should not be worried over as long it does not upset the overall lush yin balance. Okay. okay. So yin is is the fuck female is the identified. Like okay. I have a friend who's a yoga instructor and she taught me that like yin yoga is more aligned with female energy um it's like restorative slow movements holding poses so i'm if i if it means the same thing that i'm applying that to this which is like they're describing it as like soft and feminine features that's so i guess that's what the romantic body type is but like why is any one woman's body more yin than any other woman's body we're all fucking yin i'm objecting to the the compound phrase of lush yin i that's (laughs) those are those are sounds i don't like I don't I care don't. what the definitions are. I don't care what it means. I don't ever want to hear you fucking say lush yin to me. Yeah, please don't. Wow, that's... Okay, yeah, game over. You just you just <laughs> explained it in a way that I wasn't consciously aware that I was experiencing it, but I was. <laughs> I get mad about sounds. I get mad about sounds sometimes. I'm like, that sounds so dumb. I get mad about a lot. A lot of things. You know, I really think that my anger has been higher since we've started this podcast. Yeah, I think I've had a very good influence on you. <laughs> <laughs> well, what did you, what did you want to know? I was like, now I kind of want to know what our stupid kibble body type is. Oh, kibble. <laughs> it's either dog food or Lebanese food. Kibble or kibby. I don't know. I don't know. Wait, is there like a test? Yeah, Can I submit a, a photo test. or answer questions or something? Do some you want to pause? Do you want to pause real quick and figure out our stupid ass body types? Yeah. What? I hate this a lot. I hate this. What? Wait. Oh my god. What? Yeah, I hate this. There's so many numbers and letters involved. How long is your vertical line? Get the fuck out of here, you pervert. 
What is this bullshit? This is, no, I can't do this. What? It's not helpful. I do hate it. And just know, I'm not going to read your DM. I hate defending this. I hate it. I cannot, I, I cannot articulate. I cannot articulate why I hate this so much. It's still going to exist. Just because we hate it doesn't mean it's going to just spontaneously combust. Yeah, So if it's something that you like, cool. Question number four. What size and shape are your hands and feet? Oh, what? well, that brings me to something. My feet are like feet shaped. My feet no, are shaped Caroline. like feet. No, no. <laughs> this is a theory that I've had for quite some time. Oh, and it's- no. Wait, wait, wait. This one is really good, though. Number five is the question is, what is the overall shape of your body? Is this not why we are taking the test? Aren't you supposed to tell me that? <laughs> what the fuck? So you input pear shape and then they output <laughs> flamboyant <laughs> soft. Um, <laughs> what was the thing you were going to tell me? I have this theory that I've been working on for quite some time. Oh, thesis. And it's that there's approximately eight types of feet and hands. <laughs> The kibble body test by Jessica Doctor. Fucking <laughs> so I guess I do love this. Now that they've acknowledged feet and hands, I feel okay. like and listen, okay. I'm not just like looking at everybody's feet when I walk I, through the streets. I'm looking okay? at everybody's hands. Relax. I, I will talk to you about hands in a second. I I feel like and hands I am looking at like yeah I, am. I feel like a man's hand if I'm on a date or something like I want to know what your hands look like that is so, yes it's a deal breaker 100 percent, it's a deal yes. breaker let me look so, at those fucking little twiddle doos you got I've been in the world long enough where I've observed a certain finite number of like foot styles and hand styles and I just think everybody falls into like one of approximately eight there might be more there might be less I, I'm not I'm I don't have them all written down I'm just saying that even if they have like a very different look about them and body type and coloring, like there's so many things that make a person's look unique, but then the feet and hands, we're all united by. Yeah. Okay. There's feet that are like bulbous. There's feet that are like kind of stubby. There's feet that are like long and thin. Like there's just approximately eight types of feet. There's only eight feet in the world. Yeah. I, I guess <laughs> Think that. about your friend's feet. Okay. And I bet you can group them into <laughs> group your friend's feet into foot categories i just i don't think i've seen enough of my friend's feet but hands i can identify people by their hands totally like if you just show me the hands I, maybe everybody can is that special i don't know <laughs> no i think that that's accurate i think that yeah. that's right i you have identifiable hands i have identifiable hands too for that matter yeah yeah okay wait wait but maybe that contradicts what we were saying before about there's only eight hands Oh, no, no, no. It, it's identifiable. Types. Oh, types. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like types. maybe. Yeah, that does clumps. contradict That it. brings us back to clumps. But clumps. <laughs> clumps. <laughs> People are going to write in about the foot categories and they're going to agree with me. I feel really good that this is when I've decided to unveil my working theory. Yeah. If somebody wants to write <laughs> out. The different types, because I'm not going to do it. I you already said at the beginning them. of the episode. You haven't titled them. That's so. Funny. I haven't titled them. I already said at the beginning of the episode. I'd be doing a lot, and yeah. I need to be acknowledged for how much I do. So I'm just passing off this right theory. In. Yeah, this is good. That's true. Right. Somebody in. pick up where I've left off, <laughs> and write the eight foot the foot kibble. The types. foot kibble. Right in with the, the foot kibble. <laughs> with your foot kibble. I 
I'm here for the hands. I don't, I don't, I don't think I've looked at that many feet in my life, but hands are a big deal to me. And it's sexual, it's both sexual and not. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but, and it's funny because I've talked to other people before who were like, oh yeah, I also really like men's hands. And then they'll send me like a celebrity whose hands they like. And I'm like, that is incorrect. You know, Whoa. everybody still has, there's not an agreed upon hand look is what I totally found. Yeah. As much you as you just have to in, like you know, the hand, you just mm-hmm. have to like the hand, but I think mine is probably correct. So yeah, I feel like mine is correct. Maybe yeah. it's the same. I don't really know how to describe it, though. Mm, I, it's I kind of the same it. as, like, a forearm, like, a veiny forearm. Like, some people are really into that. And I feel like that can extend into a hand. Yeah. Not that it's veiny, but just that it's, like, defined. Like, they've rock climbed and they have, like, really good grip strength. Like, oh, I feel like that's like a, a hand type. Like, oh. Wait, Maybe are you describing? Bit. are you describing your preference or are you just describing a hand? It's like within the range of my preference. I don't have one hand type that's my preference. I probably have like Same. three. Yeah, there's and a couple that's, that are acceptable. That's one of them. But then if you apply that to a small short hand, it immediately isn't going to work. I would say it's all about proportions again. It's about proportions. Yeah. I like to palm see palm distance. Oh. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't want that palm too long. I don't want that palm. <laughs> yeah. I don't want I don't want the palm fucking going on and on before the fingers start. Oh my god. No, sir. No. But the proportionality of the fingers to the palms is also pretty key. That's true. That's true. Let's start our own hand kibble. Okay. What what type can you describe the hand that you like? The hand kibble? I could. Um I Or what would you just name it? A clump, probably. A clump. (laughs) No, I like a flamboyant clump. A flamboyant. I can't get over the word flamboyant in the kibble <laughs> approach. Like, I'm, it's if, honestly. We, should, we have to use the same. Let's need to make our kibble. <laughs> make our kibble. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Wait, hold on. Uh, let's make our kibble our foot kibble. <laughs> our foot kibble. Let's make our foot kibble and use all the same adjectives from the kibble test but um use different nouns so it's like um a a romantic a romantic kook and a soft kook there's a hard kook a soft kook and a romantic kook okay yeah yeah yeah. a flamboyant clump of hard (laughs) there needs to be a bulb one of them needs to be a bulb because i'm really thinking about a certain kind of toe that's like bulbous So there's Wait, a romantic I bulb. I can't see the rest of the bulbs or the rest of the types. A flamboyant this bulb. This is stupid. We spent half the podcast on this. <laughs> um, classic bulb, a classic bulb, romantic bulb. And again, we keep calling bulb. this kibble, but it's K-I-B-B-E. I know it it's called kibby, but I'm calling it kibble to undermine it. Yes, I think that's been clear. I just want people to be able to Google it so that they can understand what we've been talking about for 20 minutes. <laughs> okay, Jess, I have a question for you. Okay. Have you ever sucked a toe? No, proudly. Okay. okay. Have you? No judgment, um, but proudly. I, I think like maybe... <laughs> I think maybe once. It's not like a habit of mine. Okay. Like no. on a dare type of thing? <laughs> no, I don't think it was a dare. Oh, like definitely <laughs> voluntarily then? <laughs> I think I think it was like in a 
I think it was a romantic bulb heat of the moment. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Let me get that bulb. I don't think I, I don't think I really, or no, 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 no. I don't think I did. I think someone sucked my toe once. Oh, okay. But I don't, I don't think that they needed it. I don't think I needed it. I think it was the kind of thing where we did it. We were both just like, why? Who was that for? (laughs) Like maybe you were like, I've heard that people do this. Should we do it and see if there's anything to it? No, I did not ask for it. I did not ask for it. I think I knew, I think I know the things that I, I think I know how I feel about toes getting sucked. Yeah. I don't think I asked for it. Yeah. Yeah, I have not had my toes sucked, nor have I sucked a toe, and I'm pretty comfortable <laughs> with it staying that way. Okay. Now, I like a foot massage. It's like I'm not grossed out by somebody touching my feet. Right. But, yeah, it just doesn't need to be. There's other things you can suck on me. This has, been, this, has been, this has been not for everybody. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in. This has been a clumpy little recording. Um, We... Don't want to hear anything you have to say about the cable body type. I cannot fucking handle this internet bullshit. But I do. You can send us pictures of your feet. You can send us pictures of your feet if you label it, like draw on the picture. You you can like draw label stuff when you take a picture on your phone. You guys know phones and pictures. If you label a category for your foot, you can send us a picture of your foot. But you have to like name the category. Um... And we'll, maybe we'll post them. Should we post them online? I'm going to do you one better. I'm going to say don't send it to us in DMs because checking the DMs is really an exhausting task. So post it on your story. They won't do that. They won't do that. Damn it. You're not going to post your feet pics on your story. That's true. I actually don't want to encourage them to give that out for free. Okay, fine. DM them to us. I guess I'll just have to field foot pics until the end of time. The thing that happens when we ask people to DM us is that People are catching up to the podcast every single day. So if we ask for oh. foot pics this week, We're gonna I'm going to get, get them year. for a year. Yeah. I'm still getting the same reel about what is DJ. Yes, guys, <laughs> I've seen the girl who talked about what is DJ. I saw it and a hundred of you have sent it to us. No, there's I've nothing also- anyone has sent us more of is that one single reel. It's a funny We've reel. We've seen it. Thank you so much. Um, I've seen it. I've seen it. I actually did share it on our story. But if you're new, you don't know that. And that's not your fault. That's I'm just true. That's true. venting for a sec. This is what happens in the DMs. Um, please just send us. If your foot's like really original. Send us, send, send us, send us pictures of your foot. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. If it's original. Yeah. Oh, also. Speaking of things that people DM us, I think this has quieted, but I still get an occasional DM about your uh, being haunted and and having those like night terrors and things mm-hmm. like that. And you referenced yeah. in our last episode that you think you're haunted and people were worried like, oh, has it stopped? Has it not stopped? So can you give an update on how sure. things are going there? Yeah, I thought I was doing the outro, but um, I'm always no, I haunted. Need, this is for me and the DMs, Yeah, please. no, I'm always, I'm definitely, okay, this is me cleaning up your DMs. That's true. Yeah. No, I'm always going to be a little haunted. I knew that. there. I've been haunted my whole life. When I was complaining about it in recent months, it wasn't because I was getting haunted for the first time. I, I was born haunted. I was born with a ghost hovering over me. But it was just getting really bad. And that's what was freaking me out. I was like, why now? Why here? Why this? Why this? Um, but it, it has really subsided a lot. Yeah. It's okay. not bad at Good. all. It's not bad at all. Sometimes Good. it's like very random. Like, um, I feel a lot safer in my home. And also, like, at some point this week, 
I woke up in the middle of the night and was just like, if I stare into the dark long enough, I'm going to see a face. And then I continue to stare into the dark and I can't stop myself. And then I can't go to sleep for like three hours. Cool. That seems more like a you thing. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) You can find us on Instagram, not for everyone pod with the number four. Jess is at Jay-Z DeBakey. And I'm on YouTube, Caroline Winkler. You know it, bitches. Send us your feet. (laughs) (laughs) Toe suck. Dog sex. (laughs) Wait, I don't even know why I brought this up right now. Hold on. I'm trying to remember. Don't fucking lose my compliment. There was a compliment. There was going to be a compliment in there for sure. I could feel it.